Today is Monday, May 14th, 2018. And it's Monday, and I'm podcasting again sooner than I thought, but for that's for reasons that I will tell you about later. So this weekend, we went to, well, we, it was Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we spent going to wineries. We both had wine club pickups at different wineries. So first went to the one that I'm a member of and did uh, a lot of tasting and picking up wines, and we had some lunch there. Then we went to another winery uh, where my husband has pick up wine pickup, picked up his wine and had a glass and um, some bread and some nibbles. Then we came home and we were dead tired. And then on Sunday, Sunday was all about preparing for uh, the in-laws to arrive. Uh, this was going to be part of my later discussion on the podcast. But uh, on Wednesday, my in-laws will be arriving from New Orleans. They're going to be staying with us for a week. And so we had to go grocery shopping yesterday and prepare for their arrival. Uh, we spent almost $300 at the grocery store when normally we spend about 120 But I guess uh, food for four people costs a lot more. So uh, we did that, and that took us about an hour and a half. And uh, my husband went to church, and then I started to clean up and pick up things and, and prepare the house for their arrival. Um, I didn't really do any major cleaning. I'm going to do that on Tuesday to make sure the house is super clean when they get here. And then on Wednesday, I'll go pick them up from the airport, and they will arrive. So they were going. They were going to uh, originally come for the Mother's Day week, but they couldn't get uh, a decent flight that they, you know, cared for in terms of timing and price. So they're coming the week after, which is fine. No big deal. We'll still celebrate Mother's Day and take them out to dinner and all that kind of thing. Um, luckily, they're going to be here when we're be, we will be doing a wine tasting a Twitter wine tasting with our wine stuff. So, the, well, at least uh, uh, my husband's father, <laughs> I don't know where my head is. My husband's father will be able to participate because he likes wine, but um, my husband's mother does not drink any wine. So anyway, so the weekend went by really fast, it seemed like, because it's like, dang, and here's Monday. Now, um, another thing I did over the weekend is I started watching a new Netflix show or documentary called Evil Genius. Now, I don't know if it's part of another series of, of um, documentaries or not. I just found this. It's called Evil Genius, and it's all about the, I don't know if you remember, back in 2003, there was this pizza delivery guy who had a bomb strapped around his neck, and he it, the bomb blew up and it killed him right there on like right out near the bank or whatever. And there was, you know, cameras on him and there was police all around him with their guns pouring on him and they had him handcuffed. And they, I don't know what they were waiting for, but they waited too long and the bomb went off and, and killed him. So this this documentary, actually, it's a four-part, um, little I guess, little series that goes into the investigation behind what happened to this guy and was he actually part of the plan um, like, was he a co-conspirator in this plan to rob a bank? Um, I, I I really got into it, but it kind of scared me a little bit. But um, I started watching, I think, the first episode Friday evening, and my husband's like, oh, this is just too much. I can't watch this. So he didn't end up watching it. I ended up watching all four episodes this week, and they're about roughly about an hour long, but you can get through it easily because it's, I think it's very interesting because they go into so much detail about 
And it's like they they have one suspect and then that suspect leads them to another suspect. But then you find out how they're connected. And then there's another suspect. And what was that person's part in this? And then there's another suspect. I mean, it just it kind of went on and on. I think there ended up being like six people, six or seven people in this conspiracy to rob the bank. And they were trying to get $250,000, but they um, actually ended up not getting anything because the guy who robbed the bank um, had the bomb around his neck. He died, and the I guess he only got $8,100, and um, that, of course, went right back to the bank. But why they were trying to rob the bank and whose plan it was, who was the mastermind and all this stuff, it goes into all that detail. And it, and it went on from 2003 all the way to 2015, I think, in terms of the investigation. I think mean, it was 2014. The investigation and the prosecution and, um, you know, what happened to all these people. And really, in the end, I think three of them die, have, have since died since all this happened. But um, it was really interesting. If you're looking for anything to watch on Netflix, I would suggest that you um, check out, especially if you like documentaries, documentary style series, check out Evil Genius. I, I know there's like a subtitle to it, but I cannot remember. Let me go. Of course, I'm surfing the internet while doing a podcast, which you should never do. But I wanted to see what the name of this was. Okay, it's called... Evil Genius, The True Story of America's Most Diabolical Bank Heist. And there are four parts, and the first one, of course, is called The Heist. And I guess they are calling it um, a series because they're saying season one. So maybe there will be more seasons of this Evil Genius with different court cases and stuff. It's kind of along the lines of The Keepers. Did you see The Keepers? I think I talked about that last year, about the murder of a nun and... They go into all the details of that. And then also about that guy who was accused of killing this woman who came to buy her car. Well, I forget the name of that one was called. Um, I can't remember that one either. I'm not going to take time to search for it. But um, it's along the same lines as those documentaries. So if you like that kind of thing, then I think you will absolutely enjoy the evil genius about the pizza delivery guy and um, his murder. So check that out on Netflix. Um, and you can watch it, like I said, in like four hours. It'll be done. So um, going back to what I was saying before about um, the in-laws visiting next week. Well, they're coming on Wednesday. They're going to be here until the next Wednesday. That means I'm not going to really be able to podcast because I need some quiet and some privacy when I podcast. Because I'm kind of like Arthur in that way because I know Arthur won't podcast if his husband's in the house or if he's in on the same floor of him. But um, our condo is is small enough that they would hear me talking and they don't even know what a podcast is they don't you know they're clueless when it comes to technology so um i just won't podcast while they're here so i probably won't podcast until wednesday the 23rd so we're talking nine ten eleven days nine days maybe i guess it's nine days anyway so i think you can hold out until then to get the next podcast because you know these are just so riveting um Something I just saw on the newspaper on Washington Post. Do you remember um, the Superman of the, I think it was the 80s or early 90s, maybe it was? Well, Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane on the Superman movies, has died. She was 69. That was just announced on the Washington Post. 
Um, she had issues with bipolar disorder, and I think she had some drug issues. She was also in the movie um, Amityville Horror. I think it was with Chris Christopherson. But she has died, and I wonder if it was a drug overdose. I don't know. They don't really have... Um, like, all they've written here is that um, Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane in Superman, dies at 69. This is a developing story. It will be updated. So I guess I have to wait and find out if it was drugs or not. I wouldn't. It would not surprise me if it was some kind of drug overdose because she looked like she was on drugs. Um, anyway, so Margot Kidder has died. If you follow Superman, she's dead. She dead, girl. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Okay, so I got a message from Scotty, and he has a very interesting thing to say. So let's listen to this message from Scotty. G'day, Archer. This is Scotty, your Aussie battler. And sad news to say that Australia has just had its worst shooting since the Port Arthur massacre in 1996. Do you want to guess how many people have died? Seven. That's right, seven. That's the worst mass shooting since 1996. But um, anyway, I guess President Trump, he's pretty right on there about gun control uh, doesn't affect things. Okay, bye. Okay, Scotty, thank you so much for calling. You know, I always enjoy your voicemails. Now, um, I'm going to get right to it because you said you've had a mass, uh, mass murder or whatever um, shooting in Australia. Well, um, I actually looked up the article on that issue. They were actually, interestingly, there was an article in the Washington Post today about that. Of course, now if I go back to try to find that article, I'm not going to find it. Um, of course not. Now that I'm looking for it, it's not there. But I read it this morning. Anyway, they said that it was the first time since 1996 that they've had a mass shooting Seven people were killed. Now, when you read the article and get into the details of that, Scotty, you find out that it was the grandfather of this family who shot his wife, his daughter, and f- f- I think it's three or four of their kids. I think, and maybe it was one other ki- one other person, but it ended up being like seven people who were were killed. And they wouldn't in the article they wouldn't say whether he that it was actually the grandfather, but they said six of the seven people or five of the six people or something like that were all shot with the same gun and they were all in their beds. So it was very early in the morning and the ex-husband of the of the lady who was shot, the, the mother of all the kids, uh, was quoted in there as saying, you know, he that this guy had was like cold and brooding or, you know, wouldn't let, the, wouldn't let him see the kids and stuff like that. So they must have had some kind of strange relationship. But it was not the father because he wasn't anywhere near them. I guess he has a good alibi or whatever. But anyway, they, they really are looking at the grandfather's the one. But anyway, the whole point of this guy is that the article goes into saying that, um, a couple things actually, about the gun violence and stuff and how right after 1996, um, I think it was John Howard, the uh, MP or some, some political guy, was able to get the legislation um, in place to ban guns and, and really restrict uh, gun usage and stuff. And how since then, um, Australia has not had a mass shooting since 1996. The only problem with looking at that, God, a helicopter's loud. I don't know if you can hear that. But anyway, um, the only 
problem with that is, is that there have been other mass killings in Australia. They just haven't been done with guns. There was the one about the lady who, um, I think she stabbed eight people to death uh, a couple years ago. I mean, it was 2013, something like that. And so then this article goes on to say that, yes, they have not had mass shootings since 1996, but that does not mean that there hasn't been mass killings in Australia. So, I mean, I guess really it depends on what you're looking at. If you are looking at just the gun violence, then yes, then the laws have certainly um, done their job in Australia. And believe me, I am all for gun control. Oh, shoot. That just reminds me. I was supposed to go and protest at the NRA today and I totally forgot. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, I'll do it June 14th, because today's the 14th. It's the 14th of every month, and I totally forgot. Anyway, so, Scotty, I, f- I think that I find that message that you, uh, you know, the way you're describing it, that it's like a big deal. And it is a big deal in Australia to have a mass shooting, a mass killing with a gun, but not mass killings, because you've had those before. You have to do a little search yourself, because you definitely have had them. And of course, that doesn't mean, and of course, right now in the United States, literally today, Monday, May 14th, is that we don't, we are, we are not currently um, mourning a loss of uh, high schoolers or anything. I mean, we haven't had a, a mass shooting now for what, a month or something like that, three weeks or something like that. So like, it's a calm time now when people are not talking about guns every day now. So this is, this is like the perfect time to talk about gun control is when, there isn't a mass shooting because when there is a mass shooting, no one wants to talk about it. So I would say um, this is a perfect time to try to, you know, well, it means I should have gone and protested at the NRA today. God damn it. Anyway, so Scotty, I just want to say thank you for the message. And um, it made me really curious about what the mass shooting was about and the details. So I read the article in the Washington Post about it. And it was interesting because of what they brought up about mass killings, not just mass shootings that end in killings or murders. Um, anyway, I mean, I, I will say too, that you, just because you have these gun laws doesn't mean you don't have murders. Cause, um, in the article, they mentioned about how many murders there were in Melbourne, um, in the last month or something like that it was like 38 or something like that. And they're all due to guns. So anyway, I don't, I don't want my, I really don't know what my point is here is that I don't, I don't know. I don't know what my point is. But I guess I just want to reiterate that I am not in favor of guns of any kind or um, people having access to guns. Um, I've said this before. You know how I, what I, how I stand on this. So I will just um, you know move on. <laughs> My last thing I want to talk about is that I um, just posted a video today on my YouTube channel. And it's one you're going to want to go see because it was a little funny in points. Uh, my husband and I, yesterday, uh, we recorded a video about tasting the new Oreos. I know on Facebook people have been telling me, oh, he's got these new Oreos out. So we went to the, well, we went, when we went to the Giant yesterday, that's our grocery store, um, we picked up the kettle corn Oreos and the cherry cola Oreos. And we made a video tasting them and talking about them and and um, saying what we liked about them. So if you want to find out um, what we thought of those Oreos, you can go over to my YouTube channel and check out that video. And of course, I encourage you to go watch it anyway and leave a comment and uh, definitely subscribe. But um, 
I don't. And I was going to say I don't want to tell you what I thought about the Oreos. I want you to watch the video. But I will say on the on the news today, I saw this um, piece about this woman who says that. Um, the Oreos or Nabisco or whoever makes Oreos now, I don't even know, I'm sure it's some conglomerate. But anyway, she um, claims that Oreos stole her, stole her idea of the um, cherry cola, that she's got a tweet that she put out more than a year ago saying, Oreos, you should make co- cherry cola flavored. And they um, wrote back to her and when she first tweeted this, they wrote back to her and they actually sent her some sample cherry cola cookies. And she was under the impression that they just made them for her. And then she didn't hear from them for like a year because she thought she was part of the contest of my Oreo creation where you can vote on them. Well, she come to find out that she wasn't that that she wasn't the one who made that suggestion. Oreos finally wrote her back and said, um, cherry cola oreos were already in the works when you sent out your tweets we just didn't we just weren't at the point of announcing them yet so you know really is that the case who knows i don't really know but um i thought it was interesting anyway there is a third flavor that i did not taste on our video and that was the pina colada pina colada flavor and i don't think i want to i said on the video i don't want to taste that one because they've put out so many of these like fruity really sweet fruity flavors like um um what was it called fruity something (laughs) i think they were literally called fruity something um and then they did the mystery oreos which were fruity pebbles and i'm i was i'm just kind of like sick of those um tropical fruity flavors so i I didn't want to taste the pina colada ones and the pina 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 i can't even say it right pina colada flavored ones because i don't i'm tired of the of the sweet fruity stuff and those came those were made in the oreo thins which i do like the um caramel ones anyway <laughs> enough of the silliness i know i'm i'm getting close to my time and i don't really have anything else to say um except that just a reminder that um, i won't be podcasting for like nine days which is not unusual because I, i'm kind of going like every 10 days it seems like i podcast anyway so it's not going to be you know too strange not to have a podcast from me for nine days. But anyway, um, I think that's all. So go to YouTube, check out the video and subscribe. And um, I will talk to you next week. So until then, bye.